Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB and download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups for all the sports, all the sites. You're not going to want to leave home without it. Trust me, I use it all the time. So it's it's, it's a really, really cool tool to uh, help find those kind of unique plays that help get you over the edge. A lot of uh, screenshots lately of people wanting some good money on Lion Star. So check that out. They tweeted out uh, really good stuff over there. You can follow myself on Twitter at PDNTrick. You can watch Starling Marte to steal another base right now. And you can follow <laughs> um, my other my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? Yeah, you can't You can't even. Which co-host are you on now? Uh, this, this is, is like the your, third show tonight. So, yep, we're rocking and rolling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know how uh, it goes. <laughs> this is only my third, so I feel like I've had a, a light day of, of recording, yeah. a long day of sheets. But yeah, it was a it was a fun one today. I mean, Logan Webb, your boy, obviously, uh, with another great start in Colorado. That was great to see. Uh, Gallon was good against Texas, but not good mm-hmm. enough as they win three to one. Um, Jose Altuve went yard. I almost picked Altuve, but I was like, man, I love this catch. Uh, you know, uh, PVB here, and he just didn't, you know, 0 for 4. They slid somehow, him down to the somehow 4. Lauer, too. Somehow Lauer shut him down. Go figure. Yeah, I mean, and I wasn't brave enough to buy in on Lauer again either, and he was great again. So uh, your boy Wade Miley did good. This was definitely a Bubba day, 100%. <laughs> well, it, sometimes it works for Ozzy Albies got the home run call. That was, that was yeah. good. Yeah. He had a monster game, so that went our way. Um, I mentioned, I just want to say, I mentioned Steven Duggar's value. He was hitting eighth, and he um, he had two triples, a double, drove in like six runs. Coors Field, folks, value plays. Like, that's the easiest values on the state of the planet. So just keep <laughs> that in Blake mind. Blake Snell not, had a no-hitter for a while. So. Yeah, I was watching that on my phone while I was recording my last show. I had the game cast up. He had a no-no into the seventh, walked two guys, and gave up a hit to Adele that drove in two runs. So he had two runs on one hit. Yeah, and, and eleven strikeouts. Yep. So monster game. He's been freaking awesome lately. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's been great. In my tournaments on DK, he was fifty-five percent owned. So <laughs> chalky as chalky, like we thought he would be. He was, and for good reasons. Like you got to price that up. Oh, and Garrett Cole left with a hamstring injury. So enjoy that one, folks. That was a fun one as well. But we have nine games for you on Wednesday. It's a, it's the back to school schedules have begun in September. I forgot all about these now. <laughs> where like the Midwest, like Chicago, uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, so your Ohio's, and there's one other team. They all play between six and like six forty-five Eastern, so they're not on the main slates right. because they start an hour early. So we could technically have had twelve games because there's three day games, and then we could have twelve. So we have nine. So that always kind of is a bummer. Like, honestly, I prefer doing like seven to 10 game slates to begin with, but you, um, we could, we could have had some more fun. This is, is, this might be one of the worst pitching, uh, slates that I've seen in a while too. Well, the worst part is, is like, there's good pitchers in great match or against great, like offensive teams. So the matchups suck. So it's literally like pick your poison type situation right now. 
And we don't have a lot of totals, so I'm just going to cut to the chase on that one right out the gate here. Like the first game of the night, Kansas City at Baltimore. No total, but we have Mike Miner versus Matt Harvey. Let's guess 10, 10 and a half, anybody? Um, <laughs> Miner is 60, about right. <laughs> Miner 67 on DK, 82 on Fandle. Harvey's 53 and 62. Was it all bats for you in this one, Bugs? Yeah, but, uh, well, I, I tell you what, though. I will go back to liking Mike Miner a little bit just because I don't like the pitching on the slate, and it's Baltimore. So I do like Miner a little bit, but it's mainly going to be Casey bats against Harvey for me. I mean, Salvi is three for seven with no homers. I'm sure he'll rectify that tonight against Harvey. Um, uh, seven for 26 for Michael Taylor with a double against him. Uh, and then Nicky Lopez, Santana, Alberto Mondesi, Whit Merrifield, and then maybe Mullins, Mountcastle, Hayes. Uh, you know, Mancini's been out with the oblique. So um, not a lot to pick through from the, the Orioles here, but I do like the KC side of this game. Yeah, Casey's very, very strong. You mentioned Salvi and Witt. Um, don't mind Nicky Lopez. If Alberto's in the lineup, we're there. He'll go with some value plays. Ben Intendi, Santana, Santana went deep on Tuesday. If you want to be a little different, in that lineup is totally fine, but uh, KC should be pretty popular on the slate for good reason. Um, Adalberto was 32% owned on Tuesday night, so and he had his first 0 for uh, 0.9 of the season, so go figure. Chalk Bomb 101. Don't mind Baltimore, though. I'll say that much. I'm usually a fade minor guy. I get it on this slate with your conversation there. I'll probably still be a fade minor. Guys like Mountcastle, Mullins went deep on Tuesday. He can hit lefties fine. Severino versus lefty. Austin Hayes versus lefty. Santander, they're cheap, too. They're very cheap. So I don't mind a little Baltimore action to bring it back against a popular Kansas City team on this slate. Next game on the docket, Toronto at the New York Yankees. You got Alec Manoa, Luis Eel in this one, and somehow the total is 10. That is absolutely amazing to me. Alec Manoa is 84 on DK, 96 on FanDuel. Eel is 7K on DK, 86 on FanDuel. Like I like both pitchers. I just don't know if I have the, the mobbles to <laughs> pitch them. I like Manoa at, at this price. So, you know, I think he's okay. I know it's the Yankees, but they're not uh, tearing the cover off the ball right now. So I'll be in on him. You can do your normal uh, Blue Jays expensive stack of Simeon, you know, Vlad Jr., Bo, T. Oscar, Lourdes, any of those guys. And then the Yankees that are hitting are Rizzo, uh, LeMayhew, Judge, Gary Sanchez. So, but I kind of like Manoa. I'll be in just because I don't like a lot of pitching on this slate. Yeah, that's where I'm at with Manoa. The Yankees, it's like they're all or nothing. We saw the nothing on Tuesday. We've seen a lot more nothing than all of late as well. <laughs> um, Manoa's issue is, and we've talked about it time and time again, if you look at his game logs, he has home run issues. And when he gives them up, he gives them up in bunches. Now, the games he doesn't give up any home runs, he throws like seven shutout and like strikes out ten. Yeah, and we call that a landmine. Yeah, he's a 50-50 guy. All right, I'll say I'll give him 65-35. He's better more often than not. But when it's bad, it's really bad. So it kind of leaves a sour taste in the mouth. And it's a, it's a good Yankees offense. But I'm with you. I think he's in play on this shorter slate if you need to make it interesting uh, on that price point. You can go Yankees if you want. I love Luis Eel and what he does. He doesn't go deep. So if you want to go yeah. some 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 uh, Jays bats, you can. But I think I think Manoa is quite, quite interesting with you. Tampa Bay at Boston. This one is going to be fun. Sean, uh, Shane McClanahan versus Nate Eovaldi in this one. Over-under is 9.5. McClanahan's 97 and uh, on DK 93 on FanDuel, where Eovaldi is 95 on DK 97 on FanDuel. I think both pitchers are good. I kind of want bats on both sides. Where do you stand on this one? I think my favorite thing is to play Eovaldi here. He's yep. been pretty 100% solid. With you. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I'm in on Eovaldi. McClanahan's been wishy-washy. Like, he had eight strikeouts on the second against uh, Boston, um, but he also gave up four and only five innings. So, I don't know. He, he's fine, but for the price, I think I'd rather have Eovaldi and then some Boston bats. Renfro is three for six uh, with a bomb against Eovaldi, and then Schwarber, J.D., Devers, Vasquez, have uh, all been hitting. So I think I'll pick out of that group. If you do want Tampa Bay bats, uh, Austin Meadows, seven for 18 with two doubles, a triple and a homer uh, against um, Eovaldi. Uh, Joey Wendell, six for 14 with a double, triple and a bomb. And then Cruz hit 29 and 30, I think today. Yep. And then Rosa Reina has been good. Wander still getting on base. Manny Margot has been solid. So uh, I, I get what you're saying. There's a lot to like here, but I kind of like Eovaldi and Boston bats. And don't forget Brandon Lau versus righty. It's always yeah. a GPP play. But I'm with you. Evaldi on this weird slate is one of my favorite pitchers. It really is. It sucks because like, but he's been consistent. Even like when he's been bad, he still gets you like 16 or 17 points. Where a lot of these guys look like they can get destroyed tonight. So I feel like he can hopefully knock on wood at least like settle the, the murky waters and maybe put up a 25 point game, which he's been doing more often than not lately. So I like Evaldi in that in that stance. If you want Rays. I get it. I like Boston, like in this one, because McClanahan's good, gets the strikeouts, can get hit, though, like you said. Um, Dahlbeck hit two home runs on Tuesday. He's been crushing everything right now. Bobby Dahlbeck. So, like, Bobby Dahlbeck. I I can't do accents. Bobby Dahlbeck. There we go. Thank you, Bogdan. Thank you for coming through for me. He's my favorite player after Noma. (laughs) Noma. Yeah, it's a go with a monster. Um, So, yeah, Bobby Dahlbeck, big fan there. You got JD, like you mentioned, Bogarts returned on Tuesday. So that's kind of something to monitor. There's there's a lot to like in that uh, the Boston lineup to be a little different uh, against Shane Shane O'Mac. That's what I like to call him as uh, he heads up in that one. Washington at Atlanta. We got Tuki Toussaint for Sean Nolan. Tuki 73 on DK. He's 8K on FanDuel. Nolan is 59 on DK, 65 on FanDuel. And I'm going back to the Braves, Will. Yeah. 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 Bats, bats. Riley, uh, Ozzy, Duval went yard uh, today as well. Eddie Rosario, Soler, uh, you know, Travis Darno has been good. You can play Freddie whenever you want. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. And then on the Washington side, it's the usual, you know, Soto, Escobar, Keyboom, Bell, Gar- uh, Luis Garcia have all been pretty solid. Yeah, Tuki's been a mess lately. Like if he ever, if he puts one together, he yeah, you know, he does it from time to time. But he's been a mess. So Washington could be a nice lower owned stack. You mentioned Soto, but Bell's been swinging it well. Yadiel Hernandez is cheap. He went deep on Tuesday. You know, Lane Thomas is doing his thing. So you can get some value in that lineup. And I love Atlanta. They're my second favorite stack on this slate. Um, Ozzy Albi is going to keep riding that train. He is scorching hot since coming back from that knee injury. Um, you mentioned uh, um, Austin Riley. Duvall going deep. Soler had a couple of nice knocks. There's a lot to like in this offense. And like Duvall and Soler are nice values to be pieced together. And then you also mentioned Travis Darnode. Like when you're needing a catcher on DK, he's affordable and he's hitting the ball very well right now, hitting right behind, uh, I think, Duvall. He's hitting sixth right now. So it's a very good stack. One of my favorite ones on this slate. Cincinnati at Chicago in Wrigley Field. So no total on this one just yet. You got Vladimir Gutierrez at $7,700 on DK, 83 on Fandle, taking on Alec Mills, who's 63 on DK and 75 on Fandle and Boggs. I want all the bats in this one as well. Yeah, you know, I I, I could hear an argument for Mills, but he is, you know, we thought, who are we talking about was 50-50 before McClanahan. Yeah. Uh, he had a zero strikeout game against Cincinnati. He also had a nine strikeout game 
<laughs> against Cincinnati uh, this year. So I, I don't know what to do with Alec Mills. So I, I'm with you. I'll just stick the bats here. Hap three for six um, with a double and a homer against Gutierrez. Five for ten for Nick Castellanos with a double and a bomb against Mills. Schwindel still one of the you know hottest bats in the world. Matt Duffy has been hitting it. Suarez, uh, Vado, India, Aquino have all been hitting for the Reds. So uh, I'm with you. Just stick the bats here. You know, on the red side, India had a monster Tuesday. I go back to him. Naquin still too cheap. Pit the second. You got Votto, and then you could piece others around that. But that was my big three. And then Chicago is one of my you know top four, maybe third or probably fourth stack on this slate. I love uh, Ortega went deep. Hap went deep. Hap's home in a back-to-back game. Schwindel's hitting everything. They're super affordable. Contreras even went deep on Tuesday. You could throw a cheap Duffy in there. It's very, very cheap stack. So I, I love the Cubs on this slate because Gutierrez, a lot of people like him. He's got good outings from time to time. But he also um, a lot of pitch to contact, lots of it. And this Cubs team is like pesky as hell. So I'm very in on what they're bringing to the table. So give me some Cubbies tonight. Philadelphia at Milwaukee. So Freddie Peralta, Kyle Gibson. Peralta coming off a short outing in his first trip back from the IL. We might see some more of that going forward. Peralta's 10-2 on DK. He's 94 on Fanduel. Gibson is 87 on DK. 9K on Fanduel. Where are you going on this one? I mean, not to the pitching, you know, uh, I, I just, I don't know that I can trust Peralta. Right. Uh, and Gibson has just, he got rocked his last time out. So I'm going to let him get right, uh, before I, I go paying for him. Vogel back five for seven, uh, against Gibson with a double and a bomb four for six for Kutch with a double. Not that that means anything after he let me down tonight, but, uh, you know, Galvis, Harper, Segura, Herrera have all been hitting for, the Philly side, Kane, Escobar, Yelich, Urias, all been hitting for Milwaukee. So I'm going to pick out of that group for bats here. Yeah, and no, I'm with you. The bats on this one for sure. Like either Vogelbach or Telez, whichever one plays first base, both super, super affordable. So I don't mind that. In all honesty, um, Yelich is still too cheap for potential good production. So it's interesting. So if you want to attack Gibson, you can. I'm kind of intrigued by the Philly side of it because I don't believe Peralta goes too deep in this game. So you get a lot of Milwaukee bullpen, which is usually pretty good. But if you get those early long men, you can have some fun there. So I think like the Harpers, the Cutches, like a cheap Brad Miller, stuff like that can be quite of a, a nice leverage play on a, on a weird, weird slate. All right. Three more games to go for you here on this fun, fun slate. Before we do that, make sure you check out Linestar on their YouTube channel, Linestar. It's easy search. Give the old subscribe and the thumbs up there. And then go to iTunes, give a rate and review five stars if you guys would. Would really, really appreciate that too. Three games, like I said, Dodgers at the St. Louis Cardinals. We got Wayno versus an opener. It's Mitch White, who was supposed to be coming back behind the opener on Tuesday. Now he's on Wednesday. Welcome to this chaos again. But now they're saying White's going to go the full five or six innings. So we'll uh-huh. see. Yeah, I believe it when I see it. Uh, Wayno's 81 on DK. He is 10,000 on Fandle. White's 82 on DK, 61 on Fandle. I honestly love Wainwright on this slate. Just not sure I can pay 10K. I love him on DK, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, why isn't he more? He's had 10 straight quality starts. It does not matter Dodgers. who you who you put him in front of. It doesn't matter. He is yeah. just crushing them. So hopefully he'll be lower owned because That's what I'm he's hoping going for. up against the Dodgers. So uh, he's my number one pitcher on this slate tonight. So uh, I am all aboard, which makes me out on Dodgers bats. Uh, I'll go in on some, uh, you know, Cardinals bats. Goldie got a day off. Should be nice and fresh today. Uh, Nolan Arenado, Tommy Edmond, Harrison Bader, Tyler O'Neill have all been smashing it. So I'll go with Wayno and maybe a little Cardinal stack. 
Don't hate the Cardinals look, like you mentioned with uh, Goldie and company, if you want to go there. Totally cool with that. I'm with you on Wayno. It's kind of like the feelings I had about Iavali being like consistent, this and that. Wayno's like the most consistent pitcher in all of baseball. And the Dodgers, if you really break them down over the last month or so, hitting low 200s versus righties, striking out a ton versus righties, they've been a disappointing offense uh, overall. Like, sure, they've had their moments, but they are not the Dodgers offense we remember from you know earlier this season. They could come back at any moment, but they're not that team right now. So give me Wayno 100%. Like an Eovaldi Wayno combo on DK is like kind of my breadbasket right now. But uh, 10K on FanDuel, I think no one's going to roster that. I think that's a very intriguing option, to say the least. Los Angeles Angels at the San Diego Padres. You got Darvish making another start, who's just been struggling tremendously coming off the IL. And then you got Herget opening with Ortega behind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. Darvish is 93 on DK. He's 9,000 on FanDuel and Boggs. It's the Angels, and they're so bad. They strike out a ton. I still don't know if I can do it. Yeah, he's just been terrible. So I don't know how you could go back to him. Like, you know, you can take the risk, of course, in like a tournament yeah. or something, but I there's no way I play Darvish and Cash with the way he's been going. And there's just, it's just hard to roster him, which is, you know, we mentioned at the top, there's not a lot of pitching here. And you said, look, there's good pitchers, but they're in weird spots. Freddie Peralta hasn't been going deep. Darvish hasn't been good at all. So it's hard to really trust anyone that's not Wainwright. And I never thought I'd be saying that yep. into a microphone at the end of this season or any part of this season, but especially the end. So I'll just stick to bats. It's Joe Adele, Otani, Walsh, Goslin on the Angels side, on the San Diego side, you know, uh, Tatis, Machado, Myers, Grisham, Hosmer, whatever Padres you want. But uh, for me, I I'm, I'm just, I kind of just don't like this game overall. Yeah, it's not the greatest of games. Like I'm good stacking either side. I think the Angels could be a nice low own stack because I think people still might believe in Darvish. And I see the appeal in a tournament. I really do because the Angels are that bad. But you know, Walsh and Adele and Marsh and Atani could go off at any moment. So it's it's a really tricky one to say the least. Um, Padres have been kind of disappointing too. It's just such a bad game to go after. Like I, on paper, there should be like a ten to nine baseball game. But yeah. it's going to be like three to one, probably. It's, just, it's so disappointing. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But yeah, th this could it could legit be the game that if you pick one side and it goes off, you're winning a slate. Let's just put it yeah. that way. Um, White Sox at Oakland to wrap up our evening. We got Frankie Montas versus Dallas Keuchel. Montas is nine K on DK, nine K on Fanduel. Mon uh, Keuchel doesn't matter because the A's are my favorite stack tonight. Yeah, I mean, Keiko Keiko wants to get home so bad into the offseason. Mr. Who? Who, who? Kelly Nash. Who can blame him? <laughs> I would want to get home uh, if I was married to Kelly Nash 100%. So, uh, But, I mean, he has been getting smashed. Like you said, 18 earned runs in his last three starts. That's nine innings pitched over those three starts. So he's ready for the offseason, and we're ready to stack against him. Chapman, 7 for 17 with two doubles and three homers. Against him, Jan Gomes, uh, eight for 26. That's 308 average with two doubles and a bomb. Seven for 23 for Canna with a homer. 15 for 55 for Jed Lowry with, uh, you know, uh, three doubles against him. Marte, Harrison have also been hitting. And then Grandal, Abreu, Sheets, Lurie Garcia, and Luis Robert have been hitting for Chicago. I have like a small interest in uh, Montas, um, but. For me, it's it's just more about stacking this Oakland side against Keuchel. Yeah, Montas, I can go with on this slate. As weird as it is, like he's kind of just behind the Eovaldi's and, and Wainos for me. Because um, when he's on, even against good teams, he's really good when the splitter's working. So in Oco Coliseum, that'll help. I'm going to give that an angle. Still the White Sox. You never know. But I could see on this slate Montas being in play. 
I love Oakland bats. You nailed it. Um, either Murphy or Gomes, whichever one catches, both in play. Um, Kana, Marte, Harrison's been crushing it. Lowry, you just go down the lineup. It's just crush Keuchel time. So uh, give me the A's in a big, big way tonight. All right, recapping things on this nine-game slate real quick. Bogman, who are your top pitchers on this wonderful pitching slate? Wayno, I'm just going with. So uh, he's my number one. And then I guess I'm picking out of the group of uh, Manoa, um, Eovaldi, Montas, Miner, and McClanahan. So that's the group I'm picking away from. Yeah, right now it's pretty much just Eovaldi, Montas, and Wayno for me. Wayno, my favorite as well. (laughs) But that's pretty much where I'm at. And... If lineups look because right now we're getting some really goofy lineups. Like the Angels lineup yeah. on Tuesday night was so bad. Like I thought I like Snell to begin with. When that lineup came out, it should have <laughs> been like it should have been like ninety percent rostered. Like it's it was the, the worst thing. It's the end of the year. Let's yeah. look and see who these guys. These guys are getting days off. And Literally, it's from Major League. Who the f for these guys? Don't like, tell. Uh, who was it? Was it Farnsworth? Don't tell Farnsworth. Oh yeah, day off for what general a, soreness. What a bum. Go take some more steroids or something. Good God. <laughs> but like um, that. That's why like Manoa. Like even Gibson. If the Milwaukee's got some weird lineups right now too. Like s- stuff can can change. But I have three main guys right now. Um, who are you stacking up, though? Because I have a couple I'm in love with tonight. I mean, obviously, Oakland against the White Sox is the biggest one. I think uh, Kansas City against Baltimore is a good option. Atlanta against Washington is a good option. I like uh, the uh, card sack against the Dodgers bullpen day. And then either side of Cincinnati and Chicago, I think you can do. Yeah, Oakland and Atlanta are my top two. And then that that uh, Chicago stack, like you can go Cincy, too. I'm with you. But Chicago, I kind of like as a leverage angle. And then that uh, Kansas City-Baltimore game could be a lot of fun as well. So, And I will say, Boston, if McClanahan is chalky, I will 100% have some Boston exposure to, to make that. I, I don't really want to go there if I don't have to, but I will if I have to. Um, one last thing before we get to the home run call of the day. There is a note on DraftKings right now that says, the Angels have yet to announce a probable starting pitcher. So we're assuming it's the opener situation, but it could be Shohei Otani, which means they will add him to the player pool later if he's a starter for pitching or hitting once they find out. So. That's something to monitor because every day in the line start chat, it's like, hey, line star, are you going to add Otani to the projections? And well, they have to wait till yeah, they are added well, to the situation. We've got to get so, a price on them. Yeah. yeah. So at least they let they gave us a note this time on DraftKings. That was very appreciative. All right, Bogman, as usual, everybody go check out uh, line star on Twitter at line star app and at line star MLB tweeting out all kinds of great contents, news, home runs, lineups, the works. Plus Monday through Friday, the home run calls is the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. And if uh, you retweet the tweet, three lucky retweeters will be paired with each one of us. If our guy goes deep, you win some free swag. So whoever's paired up with me on Tuesday won some free swag. We'll get some more coming out for you the rest of the season here, Bogman. But on Wednesday, September 8th, who is your home run call of the day? I'm going to go with Vlad Jr. I want to get back on the board. So uh, let me get a big basher in there. Let's go, Vlad. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to go to Hotlanta yet again in this wonderful, wonderful matchup. And I am going back to Ozzy Albies. We're going back to back days <laughs> with Ozzy Albies. I'm telling you, I'm riding this red hot bat. Let's go. Give me Ozzy Albies on back to back day. The dude is crushing baseballs right now. So let's do it. Uh, Bogman takes Vladito going for what, 41 now, um, which is just ridiculously awesome. I'm going to go try for the, the crazy back to back with Ozzy Albies. We'll see what Ryan Humphreys comes back with. But uh, more importantly, we'll be back with you guys on Thursday with another fun-filled slate of MLB DFS action. But for now, check out the pre-snap podcast also. We're going to have some stuff dropping later this week to get you ready for your NFL Week 1 action. And check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Entrick. We'll catch you guys later. See ya. 
Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.